Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio. Your hometown news broadcasting from the Debbie Matthews Nashville Realty Newsroom in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Monday, January 15th, Martin Luther King Day, and we start with local news. First responders had to treat at least two people following a Saturday morning crash in Lawrence County. According to Lawrence County Fire and Rescue, shortly before 11 a.m. on Saturday, January 13th, a Lawrence County EMS unit responding to a high-priority medical call notified Lawrence County Emergency 911 that they had driven upon a serious crash with, crash with injuries on Highway 64 at Fall River Road in the New Prospect Fire District. Fire officials said two LCFR units responded to the crash, adding that two Lawrence County EMS units took care of at least two patients at the scene. There's no word on the patient's conditions at this time. Crews from the Crossroads Fire Department were already on the scene of the high-priority medical call, so they cared for the patient until other another EMS unit could respond to the initial call, Lawrence County Fire and Rescue reported. No additional details have been released about the circumstances surrounding Saturday morning's crash. The Spring Hill Chamber is thrilled to announce an array of new programs for 2024, exclusively designed to enrich and engage the Spring Hill business community. First, they are launching Spring Hill Insider The Tour, a unique free tour for both long-standing and new residents of Spring Hill. This initiative, hosted by the Spring Hill Chamber and the Spring Hill Welcome Center, features a narrated bus journey showcasing the city. Attendees will enjoy several stops along the route, enriched with the presence of special guests, making this an exceptional opportunity to delve into the heart of the community. Plus, for those who prefer a self-guided experience, they are planning a DIY version of the tour. Elevating their commitment to personal and professional growth, Spring Hill Chamber is excited to introduce a new Thought Leader Speaker Series that aims to promote innovation and imagination. The three 2024 events, similar to TED-style talks, will bring inspiration and a spectrum of ideas to the region. The Evolve Mentorship Program, initially piloted with a select group of women in business, will be expanded to the Chamber's entire membership in 2024. This program is an excellent resource for those seeking accountability and growth in the new year. Building upon the success of their Wired Mastermind and Evolve Mentorship Programs, the Spring Hill Chamber is pleased to offer exclusive small-scale educational networking events. These gatherings, featuring alumni from their Mastermind program, provide a unique platform for in-depth discussions and idea-sharing over coffee during their new Leadership Lounge, a conducive environment for exploring challenging questions and innovative thoughts. Finally, Spring Hill Chamber is broadening their connection building opportunities by offering more networking collaborations with various groups in the area. These mashup events, including the popular Tri-Chamber Mixer, are set to enrich your professional network and are not to be missed. Of course, their commitment to Spring Hill community remains steadfast with their lineup of signature events as well. For example, the annual Experience Spring Hill, the event, is set for June, offering an immersive experience into the heart of the community. In September, they will host their elegant annual soiree Celebrate Spring Hill, a chamber fundraiser that honors the spirit and achievements of the community. The Think Shop Explore Local Passport event will take place the entire month of October, encouraging local exploration and supportive businesses and organizations 
Additionally, their luncheons will continue to provide the business community relevant information and a large-scale networking opportunity each month. Spring Hill Chamber will email a draft of their 2024 calendar through Chambermaster soon. Stay tuned for more details on these exciting opportunities to connect, learn, and grow with the Spring Hill Chamber in 2024. For over 20 years, Tennessee Coffee and Smoothie Company has been serving the community with specialty coffees and smoothies through their double drive through located off of Nashville Highway in Columbia. But that's not their only location, with the beloved company also operating a coffee shop downtown inside Destiny Church, located at 612 North Main Street in Columbia. Terry Bai, who co-owns Tennessee Coffee and Smoothie Company, alongside her husband Arnie, said the drive through first opened 22 years ago. After moving to Murray County from Washington State, Bai said she noticed a lack of coffee stands in the city. There weren't any drive through coffee stands down here other than Starbucks drive throughs so we thought, let's start one down here and see what happens, she said. Despite its success, Bai said it wasn't her idea, nor did she necessarily want to open a second location inside of a church. I didn't want to. We're... Where we're from in Spokane, Washington, they have drive throughs all over, she said. It's such a great business model to get people in and out. I always said we're never going to open a coffee shop. You don't have as much overhead. You don't have as many employees, she said. However, when lead pastor Stephen Morgan approached Bai about the idea, she decided to give the shop a chance. We thought, okay, we'll see what happens, she said. They moved into the building six years ago, and they wanted to have a retail area out front, so they asked if we'd put a coffee shop in there. We moved in four years ago, she said. Both Tennessee Coffee and Smoothie locations offer a variety of drinks ranging from Americanos to lattes and smoothies, which are made with 100% whole fruits and juices and no sugar added. The coffee stand is open Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday from 7.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. The downtown location is open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m., Saturday from 7.30 to 2 p.m., and Sunday from 8 until noon. Marshall County native and current Columbia resident Valton Rummage was recently honored by the Tennessee Walking Horse Breeders and Exhibitors Association as a master breeder. The designation is the highest and most prestigious recognition given to a breeder whose body of work over many years has had a significant and long-lasting impact on the Tennessee walking horse breed. Mr. Rummage became one of two master breeders for the association in 2023. When asked for the highlights of his career, a twinkle comes to Volton Rummage's eyes as he relates the adrenaline rush of walking around the Big Oval at the Tennessee Walking Horse National Celebration under the spotlight. But in the same breath, the pride of watching his children and grandchildren show the horse of his dreams was right up there with those highlight moments. Those moments and his involvement in the breeding, raising, and showing of Tennessee walking horses spans over 50 years. Volton Rummage began breeding mares, raising foals, and showing colts in the late 60s and early 70s. His first registered mare, Threat's Early Dawn, was purchased in 1969, and his lifelong love of the Tennessee walking horse began. In 1974, the family filling station was sold and he switched his career to full-time breeding, raising, training, and showing colts. He never looked back. His tenure as a breeder, owner, and exhibitor has spanned seven decades. In what has now become a laughable joke, he has been telling friends and family over for over a decade that he's retiring next year. 
Rummage is known for his integrity and honesty in buying and selling horses and, likewise, for his vast knowledge of good broodstock and for his discerning eye in picking out great prospects. The Tennessee Walking Horse Hall of Fame induction of Haynes Peacock also has ties to Murray County. Owned by Haynes Haven Stock Farm and owned by Colonel Jack Haynes, Haynes Peacock was named the World Grand Champion Tennessee Walking Horse in 1940 and 1941. He was a chestnut gelding sired by Wilson's Allen and out of a standard bred mare named Nell Monette. He was foaled on May 15, 1928 and was bred by Jack Monette of the New Herman community in Bedford County, Tennessee. His first known as Dan, he spent the first 11 years of his life as a utility horse on the Monette farm. He came to prominence when Arthur Driscoll won the plantation ring at the New Herman Horse Show in April of 1939. First prize was a sack of flour. Mr. Monette sold him to T.P. Shelton of Manchester, Tennessee after the show for $450. Mr. Shelton sold Dan to Colonel Jack Haynes of Spring Hill, Tennessee after his second show at Smyrna in May of 1939. The purchase price was $850. Colonel Haynes changed his name to Peacock and put him in training with Billy Grubbs at Haynes Haven Stock Farm in Spring Hill. Colonel Haynes, Billy Grubbs, and Haynes Peacock, as he became known, to, became known, began to dominate the show ring. They won championships at Franklin and Columbia, Tennessee, Como and Grenada, Mississippi, the LSU Challenge Show at Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the Fat Stock Show in Fort Worth, Texas, and the National Horse Show at Madison Square Garden in New York City. Haynes Peacock went from winning a sack of flour at New Herman, Tennessee, to winning a blue ribbon at Madison Square Garden in the span of seven months. Of course, his greatest wins were at the Tennessee Walking Horse National Celebration in Shelbyville, Tennessee, where he won both the Aged Gelding Class and the World's Grand Championship in 1940 and 1941 with Colonel Haynes up. Haynes Peacock is one of only seven horses in celebration history to win the World Grand Championship more than once. He was retired from the show ring at the Tennessee State Horse Show in September of 1941. He died in 1944 and is buried near the main barn at Haynes Haven, which is now owned by General Motors Spring Hill Manufacturing. Representatives from GM Spring Hill Manufacturing, Greg Spears, the facility manager, and Mike Rayburn, the former facilities manager, were in attendance and accepted the award. Another honor connected to Murray County was the selection of the 2023 Tennessee Walking Horse Breeders and Exhibitors Association Senior Youth Member of the Year. While never owning a Tennessee Walking Horse of her own, Amelia Perry of, Spr of Hampshire, Tennessee, rather, is no stranger to Tennessee Walking Horse shows. The 16-year-old daughter of a horse show organist attended her first show when she was only three weeks old. She learned what it takes to put on a successful horse show working with her parents, Brian and Melanie Perry at the Columbia Spring Jubilee. I've been involved with that show since I was a small child, she explained. For the past three years, Amelia has been a familiar figure in center ring at horse shows across the state, and this past summer she worked as an intern for TWHBEA. I've never owned any Tennessee walking horses, she said, but a close friend of mine owns several that I have fallen in love with over the years, she said. Amelia was presentation coordinator at the celebration this past August. Her family lives on an operating cattle farm in Hampshire, Tennessee, a farm that has been in the Perry family for six generations. She's vice president of the Columbia FFA chapter at Columbia Central High School and plans to study agricultural communication in college. The first ever THWBEA Youth Challenge Cup champion recognized was Georgia Hazelwood of Spring Hill. 
Earlier this year, it was announced that for the first time, a $2,500 Youth Challenge Cup program for youth who participate in halter classes had been created. The program is sponsored by the Jake Jacobs family of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Youth exhibitors accumulate points every time they show in a halter class at TWHBEA-affiliated shows. Halter classes include model, showmanship, weanling, yearling, and in-hand trail obstacle. They can be designated open, amateur, or youth. The class can be open to any breed, but the horse must be a Tennessee walking horse, and the handler must be a Tennessee walking horse youth association member. The Youth Challenge Cup follows the TWHBEA program October through September, and the top point earners earn a portion of the $2,500. Georgia Hazelwood was also awarded the Lizzie Umberger Sportsmanship Award. The 15-year-old loves volunteering almost as much as she loves horses. From handing out ribbons to working in the show office to serving as an officer in the Tennessee Walking Horse Youth Association, she has been helping out almost as long as she has been showing horses. The daughter of Chris Hazelwood and Amy Beth Rich, Georgia's ready smile and kindness makes her a great recipient of the Lizzie Umberger Sportsmanship Award. Founded in 1935, the Tennessee Walking Horse Breeders and Exhibitors Association is the oldest breed association dedicated to the Tennessee Walking Horse, the official horse of the state of Tennessee. TWHBEA maintains the official breed registry and registers the pedigrees of Tennessee walking horses around the world. They also promote the diverse qualities and uses of the smooth riding breed and help assure the general welfare welfare of all Tennessee walking horses. The association headquarters located in Lewisburg, Tennessee, is governed by an international board of directors. For more information, visit www.twhbea.com. Columbia City Council will hold a first vote on proposed changes to the city's Connect Columbia plan this week at its regularly scheduled meeting. As stated in the planning documents, the primary function of Connect Columbia is to provide a policy framework. The City Council, Planning Commission, and other boards and commissions with a role in growth management utilize the plan to inform their decisions. Connect Columbia was created in 2017 and work on the updates began in early 2023 with the creation of a 15-member steering committee. Committee members hosted two public forums during 2023 and utilized input from the community in creating the updated plan. That update was sent to the Municipal Planning Commission and was recommended for approval in November. The 2023 update of Connect Columbia establishes an active and continuous long-range planning program. The goals and objectives of the framework plan are implemented through prioritized proposed actions, the document states in part. The plan is broken down into three sections for implementation, immediate, that's zero to two years, mid-range, that's two to three years, and long-range, that's four to five years. Immediate actions include establishing a regular cycle of annual reports from the Planning Commission to the City Council on implementation, a regular annual cycle of revisions to the City's zoning ordinance, developing a five-year capital improvements plan for city projects, developing an affordable housing strategy, and updating the parks and greenways element of the comprehensive plan during the first quarter of 2024. Mid-range actions include requiring new developments to meet or exceed the minimum level of service for parks and greenways, creating a city-wide public art plan through the Columbia Arts Council, and identifying locations in established residential neighborhoods which can be utilized for small-scale neighborhood commercial retail. 
Long-range actions include enacting policies which support retail development in nodes and commercial corridors, supporting expansion of operations for Columbia State Community College and Murray Regional Medical Center, pursuing state and federal economic development grants, and identifying opportunities to expand recreational access to the Duck River. The City Council will also hold a public hearing and second reading on changes to the City's 2023-24 budget with relations to capital projects. The $2.892 million increase incorporates a $200,000 tourism enhancement grant and a $45,000 historic preservation grant, and also includes $882,000 for improvements to Fire Station No. 1. A proposed rezoning of 30 acres on Casey Lane will also be up for first reading. The applicant is requesting to rezone the 30-acre tract for future development of a residential neighborhood, with the concept plan reflecting 61 lots. The Planning Commission reviewed the request at its December 2023 meeting and recommended approval by a 4-0 vote, with two abstentions. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Patricia Ruth Brown Pat Salee, 88, a well-known realtor, passed away Saturday morning at Morning Point Assisted Living. Funeral services for Mrs. Salee will be announced at a later date. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Mary Sue Voss, 94, member of the Murray County Board of Education and resident of Williamsport, passed away on January 13th at her residence. A funeral service will be held at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home on Thursday, January 18th at 1 p.m. with Jonathan Jones and Rusty Colvitt officiating. Visitation will be held from 10 a.m., until service time on Thursday. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help, gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why the way you feel has always been so important to Susie and Tony Sowell. When people come here, I hope they feel like they're working with a person who's just like family. And by the time they leave here, I hope they feel like they're a part of our family. What I like most is when a family is leaving, they can say thanks. You made something we thought would be hard easier than we thought it would be. Not that we made it easy, we made it easier. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have snow flurries throughout the day today with a high of just 19 degrees. Winds will be out of the north at 5 to 10 miles per hour. The chance of snow? 90%. 1 to 3 inches is expected. Tonight, we can expect mostly cloudy skies and very cold with a low of just 9 degrees. Winds will be out of the north-northwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. As you go by, people... 
Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Are you a homeowner looking to unlock the potential of your home equity? Explore a home equity loan with First Farmers. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and we would like to invite you to access funds with a home equity loan. For home improvements, invest in education, or simplify your finances, you can make your dreams a reality with the power of your home equity. Get started today. Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with one of our team specialists at 1-800-882-8378. Equal housing lender. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Hi, this is George Rawls with The Way Realty. Please allow me to share a little bit about us. We measure our success by the quality of service you receive. We provide many ways to help you get the most when selling your house, like home staging, landscaping, repairs, professional pictures, and aggressive marketing. Our listings are posted on the MLS, Realtracks.com, Zillow, Realtor.com, and Trulia. Your house will most likely be your biggest investment for your family and for your future retirement. Let us help you fulfill the American dream by buying, building, or selling your next home. And most importantly, let this new year be a great year by putting Jesus first in your life. Jesus Christ changes lives. I know because He changed mine.
Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrylis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. The Tennessee Department of Transportation wants to assure motorists it is stocked and ready to clear roadways of ice and snow. Salt supplies have been replenished in all 95 counties in preparation for the winter season, and crews have readied snowplows and brine trucks. Roads are our number one responsibility, and we prepare for winter weather months in advance, said Deputy Governor and TDOT Commissioner Butch Ely. Our salt brines and our brine are fully stocked, and our Employees are ready to mobilize in the event of inclement weather. Clearing our roadways as soon as we can is vital to keeping motorists safe and traffic moving in Tennessee, he said. TDOT's statewide 2023-2024 winter weather budget is $26.6 million and includes salt, salt brine, overtime for employees, and equipment maintenance. The department has three salt vendors to refill salt bins as needed in all 95 Tennessee counties. TDOT currently has 244,000 tons of salt and more than 1.6 million gallons of salt brine ready for use. Salt brine is a salt water mixture used for pre-treating roads during a winter storm or to melt snow on roadways when temperatures are hovering around the freezing mark. Salt is applied to roads once snow accumulates. When snow hits Tennessee, TDOT ice and snow removal teams focus first on clearing interstates and heavily traveled state routes, specifically targeting areas vulnerable to freezing, such as hills, curves, ramps, bridges, and interchanges. During prolonged weather events, crews may have to clear roadways repeatedly. For winter weather tips, travel information, and regional breakdown of TDOT winter weather supplies and equipment, visit the TDOT website at www.tn.gov forward slash One brood of cicadas has been waiting a long time to emerge. Now is their time. Brood 19 has been dormant for the past 13 years, but will soon be screaming their love across Tennessee. The brood is set to emerge around mid-May 2024 in Tennessee and be around for a month as the insects try to find mates before hibernation once again. Not all of Tennessee will not all of Tennessee will have a to deal with the cicadas, but it does have a link, I'm sorry, but it does <laughs> with the cicadas like it does with the 17-year periodical cicadas, according to the University of Tennessee Extension. Cicadas are expected to start emerging in multiple counties around the state starting mid-May and be around until mid-June. The timing of the emergence of brood 19 all depends on the weather. The cicadas typically begin to emerge when the soil from the soil 8 inches beneath the ground when it reaches about 64 degrees. The lifespan of cicadas is long, but technically short. Female cicadas lay eggs in trees. When they hatch, they drop to the ground and begin burrowing until they are about 8 feet underground. And there they will stay for either 13 or 17 years, depending on which brood they are in, and then tunnel their way to the surface. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. 
Living with a worn joint can be painful and frustrating. Leave your joint pain in the past with a joint replacement procedure at Murray Regional Health. Our joint replacement program has been recognized in the top 10% of the nation for medical excellence and patient safety thanks to our highly skilled and experienced surgical staff who perform progressive procedures for the knees, hips, shoulders, elbows, and ankles. For more information, go to murrayregional.com slash joint replacement. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Have you ever wondered if your insurance needs can be personalized? This is Hunter Carey. Our team specializes in planning your insurance needs to get you the best possible solution. State Farm is the largest home and auto insurer in the country. I love bringing that to my hometown. Born and raised in Columbia, I'm grateful for our close community ties. We offer help with home, auto, and life insurance for everyone in our community. Our office is located at 909 South Garden Street, across from the fire station. We're also online at huntercarry.com. That's huntercary.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Third Eye Blind is excited to announce the fourth edition of the Summer Gods Tour. The tour kicks off on June 8th and stops in Franklin at First Bank Amphitheater on June 30th. Special guests are Yellow Card and Arizona. Tickets are on sale now at thirdeyeblind.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.